Not you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The universe and the galaxy are young, measured in thousands of years, not millions or billions of years. Many times people ask me, them say, well, Major, you believe in a young earth, a 6,000-year earth. Can you show me that that's true without using the Bible? And I say, absolutely. What's the oldest living thing on the planet? The oldest living thing on the planet. Trees. How old are the oldest trees? 4,500 years. That takes us back almost exactly to the year of the flood, okay, in 2,500 B.C. Number two, I'm saying, look at the sky. Uh, uh, we call solar nebulae. A solar nebulae is uh, what we see from a supernova when a star explodes. It leaves a gas cloud. Because of our radio telescopes that we have now today, we can look deep into space and we can actually count the number of solar nebulae that are there. And how many are there? A supernova uh, uh, takes place about once every 26 years. How many solar nebulae do we have? 6,000 years worth? That's impossible in a universe that is billions and billions of years old. And we, the world is filled with limestone. Limestone is sedimentary rock. It precipitates out of water. The entire earth was filled with water. Every mountain chain in the world, including Everest, has sea life on top of that mountain. The mountains rose out of the water, so we know that there was a worldwide flood. Love that clip from Major Coleman, Christian professor. Um, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So happy to have you today. We kind of have a special edition of the show today, don't we? Apparently. Yeah. Apparently we do. Uh, Dr. Pesta will join us next week. Today, uh, we're actually joined by um, by a favorite guest that we've had on the show before. And if you guys remember, the, the liner coming into the show was, um, you know, the, is the, the earth needs another flood, you know, in a joking way. But really, truly... It probably does. Anyway, um, and the person that brought that up on the show was uh, Gary Wayne, who is a Christian historian and um, love to have him and his insights. If there's anyone that, that studies, oh, my gosh, the, 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 the scriptures and comes up with insights, it's, uh, Gary Wayne is amazing. How are you, Gary Wayne? Doing very well and uh, so happy to be yeah. back with you again this Me afternoon too. and very much looking forward to uh, hopefully another eyebrow-raising conversation. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gary was the one that got us to, you know, really brought in the conversation about why did the flood have to happen? What was the reason behind it? And it really uh, sparked a lot of conversation and a lot of emails to me. Um, so I really love that. First, we, we must start out, though, talking about the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl and the Super... <laughs> The super extraordinary nothingness that happened over most of the Super Bowl um, and the strange uh, Taylor Swift and her little witchcraft buddies uh, that were hanging out with her. And also just the whole. Did you watch it, Uncle Milty? I No, I you know, I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yes. Well, I drove across the Nevada border to place a bet on the Super Bowl. Uh huh. And they started arguing with me that the Portland Trailblazers were not in the Super Bowl. <laughs> That's about how I feel about it. <laughs> All righty. Uh, so I went. So I was watching it, and um, just it was a it was a it was a strange one. It was very boring. Uh, so they're calling it the Super Bowl. But um, Taylor Swift, uh, you know, everybody's always looking for all the occult messages. You didn't see them as prevalent as they were bef in 
Super Bowls past in this one. Usher was the um, the addition uh, to the you know he was the halftime show, and his it was a little rough. I agree with Matt Walsh. It was a little rough. The whole the whole entertainment thing was a little bizarre, and um, but it wasn't like it was before. But um, Taylor Swift had a friend, and by the way, they did get the money shot of Taylor Swift. And her boy toy, Travis Kelsey, hugging at the end. And that was the picture they've shared over all of the Internet today. And all the news organizations were told to share. Did I say told to? Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, told to share. Um, but Little Ice Spice was throwing up little denomic, um, um, demonic uh, symbols with her hands during the game. Do you know what that was, Gary? The little horns? Yeah, with the, with the hand signal, yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's done, you know, with typically the baby pinky and the thumb. Yeah, uh, sometimes up, that? sometimes down. Uh huh. And there's a number of meanings for it, but from the occult perspective, uh-huh. that's two two horns of a bull. Okay. And so when we look at the uh, bull cult mm-hmm. um, and skull and bones, people from that organization would use that as well. And I'll come back to that in terms of <laughs> of uh, some connections. But that bull cult is like the bull cult of Egypt and mm-hmm. that this is the antediluvian religion that crossed the flood that we that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. And there's an interesting term as specifically as it relates to the Bible and and females doing it. Uh, this is uh, understood as a bull, as in a bull, as in Baal or El of the mm. Canaanite pantheon, and the and the mother goddess, the fertility goddess, Ashtaroth Karnaean, and that means the two horns of Ashtaroth of that deity, from the female mother mm. goddess aspect of it, and uh, you know the two cities of Ashtaroth were. Um, of Ashtaroth in Bashan of Mount Hermon, mm-hmm. uh, where Baal held his council of the gods, it's Mount Saphon in the Ugaritic text, also Sion, Sirion, a few other names in in, in the Bible, and of Edrai, where her two mm-hmm. cities, those are the two cities of King Og. So the spurious offspring like King Og, the last of the Rephaim after the flood, mm-hmm. versus the Nephilim, was considered a spurious offspring, and... In the Ugaritic text, the Rapiu, the Rapium, the RPM in Old Semitic, the Raphaim, where that Hebrew word comes from, were considered bulls as well, both female giants and male giants. And so it's part of the bloodline symbol of those bulls as well. And that bull mm. symbol with those two horns is the place where the sun disk right. rests particularly wow. in Egyptian religion as it relates and, and the bull cult, but also with the Canaanite cult and other cults. So when you see that, you'll see images of that type of image also with the sun cult variously. So it has a lot of meanings mm-hmm. in terms of what they're going to be using it for. And sometimes they'll also sort of take that inverted understanding of the glyphs of a, of a male with a triangle that comes to a point that's opened at the end like mm-hmm. an x yeah and then the v is the top part that upward would be representative of the mother goddess 
mm-hmm. downward with the point up would be the male symbol of those horns. And so, and there's just layers and layers and layers of the meanings that go into it. It's just, you could go yeah. on endless with wow. how many meanings they embed into well, those types of things. Now you know why I asked Gary Wayne <laughs> to <laughs> come on today. I love it. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk, so thank you for that. That was a whole lot of insight. I love it. The other thing I wanted to talk about was two different ads. Number one, you saw a Pfizer ad um, as it was sort of talking through the voices of history. And then it mentioned that its next fight is going to be cancer for everybody. Hmm. And uh, so you guys can draw those conclusions as, you know, as we've been talking about this for three years now. Um, and uh, that was their next fight uh, because a lot of people were, are going to come up with cancer. So that's yeah. where the crystal ball is. Yes. At Pfizer. They an- yes, they announced <laughs> that. And then also there was a, uh, there was a ad where Christ is washing, or not Christ, <laughs> um, where people are washing people's feet. And it came across as, you know, it was from hegetsus.com. And it was also an ad to show that, um, that look, you know, um, we all need to be kinder and nicer. And, and it was a pastor washing the feet of a transgender. And it was all these different, different combinations of people. But I don't know if they truly understood why Christ did what he did. Um, considering that the slaves, the, the Gentiles used to wash the feet as before dinner time. And, and so you might want to explain that, Gary, because in my view, the, the thing that I said to my husband was the same thing that Abby Johnson came out with. And that was when I was watching it, it said, he gets us. And I thought my husband immediately goes, he gets us. We're, you know, and I said, yeah, we're supposed to get him. That's what the message should have been is we get him. We want to be like him. Not he gets us and comes down to our level is that we go and rise to his level. And so it was a really strange um, ad campaign to me. I know it was trying, but it was very weird. And it was the CEO of Wendy's. And um, I think the board member from Hobby Lobby was on that. But it's from a Come Near Near Foundation or Come Near organization is running this ad campaign now. So can you describe to people why Christ washed the feet? Yeah, it's it's a symbol of um, it, it, respect mm-hmm. and cleanliness and being cleaned mm-hmm. and holy because you're walking on holy ground of the Messiah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just as when Moses was sort of approaching the burning bush, he had to be made clear in terms of... Uh, how that was going to mm-hmm. come about and sure. and who they were. And just as Isaiah, when he had a vision, uh, one of the seraphim angels took a stone from the fiery altar to put on the lips and to take away the sin. And so that's part of all of that sort of allegory that's in it. And also Jesus had his feet washed as well mm-hmm. um, by by the disciples as a symbol of uh, as a great teacher and a master, they may not have understood and probably, and most of them didn't, maybe Peter did at some point, obviously mm-hmm. with his comments, but mm-hmm. um, they wouldn't have understood him to be the Messiah, let alone what was the meaning of the Messiah. Right. It's one thing to have a meaning of the Messiah, but as the word of God and as the, um, you know, Jehovah, the Elohim mm-hmm. is a significant mm-hmm. upward understanding, which I'm not convinced they had at that point that point until after the crucifixion. Mm. And so this is not something that is done lightly. This is right. done um, the in preparation. 
doesn't it have something, something to do special. doesn't it have something to do with being repentant and <laughs> not i mean it's interesting yes. to me how they show this and it's like no matter what the sin is it's sort of okay and we wash each other's feet to show yeah. kindness but he was showing his love for his disciples and the disciples were trying to be like him Yes, they want to be like him, and yes. we want him in us. It's not vice versa, yeah. as the commercial was talking about. Right. But that is a polytheist understanding of the Christ consciousness out of the New Age, mm. which is fine. People are free to believe whatever mm -hmm. they believe. Just research it and understand why you believe what you believe and make your choice, because everything's a choice in, the, in in this world that we live in. So and that they, that is the understanding of they want to be like him, mm -hmm. but... In the physical world, so they actually want to be like little gods, right? right and right. have the power over everything as as a little god. So it's 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 kind of in it, in how it's sort of set out. They're yeah. they're taking the whole meaning and they're reimagining it mm -hmm. in imagery and taciturn it, language that the occult understands, and right. you become sort of part of this kind of ritual yeah. uh, that is being done in front it, of you. You don't even realize it, but you're it, participating in a polytheist ritual, and that's fine if that's what you yeah. want to do. It's like somebody that you know. didn't read the Bible that's telling you something from the Bible. That's how it, <laughs> that's how it felt last night. Be right back. More with Gary Wayne and Uncle Melty on the Kate Daly. Can you believe after all the recent violent protests, looting, and destruction, some communities are considering either defunding or abolishing the police? If you agree that now is the time when police protection is needed most, then it's time we stand up and support your local police and the communities they serve. Call 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet. That's 800-JBS-USA-1 and request your free Support Your Local Police info packet today. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. Make sure you go and text Birch Gold 989898. Uh, text my name, Kate. There's a lot of things happening with the digital dollar, and they're not talking about a lot of it. Birch Gold is. If you go to birchgold.com, but text them 989898, but it, be sure to include my name. That will get you some free information on what to do with your money. And a lot of people are wondering, what do I do right now? Because they can sense that we might have a collapse coming. They can sense that digital currency is coming in. What do they do when that comes in? Do they collapse the system to make that work? And uh, do you lose what you have out there? So make sure it's shored up with gold. And that doesn't cost you anything to do, which is amazing, don't you think? So I'm giving you this option. When you're texting my name, Kate, to 989898, this is an option to be able to utilize this great thing to give you some peace of mind for free and the information's free. So you can decide to pursue that or not and uh, make sure and do that though. I would highly, highly recommend it. Also, Gary Wayne is uh, with us and we're talking about, we're going to talk about so many uh, topics today because there's just so much to say with Gary Wayne is such a historian and there's so many, as you can tell, different ways to go. Um, I also um, wanted to talk about um, the, so we mentioned the Pfizer commercial mentioning that everyone is, you know, that, that their next big fight is going to be cancer all around, maybe because of those shots, um, maybe because of a lot of things in our society. What was your, what's your take on that? Because you talk about the end times a lot, Gary. Yeah, I do. And especially in book two, that's uh, just to be about to come out for a release and book should be shipping this week uh, for book two. The and title of the book, Gary? It, 
Oh, it's the Genesis 6 Conspiracy Part 2, How Understanding Prehistory and Giants Helps to Define End-Time Prophecy. Awesome. So it's an interesting book. I won't give you the elevator speech on it right now. I'll get right to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just went through significant pestilence. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's part of the sorrows, and they're going to start working together. And we saw the introduction of mRNA technology, digital technology, and vaccines that the big pharmaceutical companies made a lot of money on and so sort of looked for how they could make a cure for cancer and that sort of technology that is digital based that might go into even a higher level of digital technology down the road with all the AI and quantum computing and things that are going on and the thing to remember how does that connect into the end time well in Revelation 8, uh, 18 mm-hmm. um, it talks about Babylon uh, deceived the nations through her sorceries. And Babylon's is a great end-time universal religion that controls all of the oligarchs, all of the empires, a geopolitical, economics, a city, and a religion uh, of the whole world at that time. And that mm-hmm. word sorcery is the Greek word pharmakia. Yes. And two other words associated with it is pharmacus and pharmacos, which is the root word for pharmacy. And it means magical spells. It means alchemy. And it means, you know, drug mix- mixtures. And so as we understand that going forward, expect technology that's going to be coming down through the pharmacia through the pharmacies for the pharmaceutical companies that produce these uh these uh, diseases uh, and maybe even partly are causing them uh, in the larger sort of conspiracy. And I'm a conspiracy writer, so let's be clear on that. So it sort of makes some sense. I don't know if it's conspiracy, Gary. I think it's a connection to understand how how evil Satan truly is. I I never see myself as a conspiracy theorist, but that I'm starting to understand how just how deceitful, evil and manipulative he actually is. Satan actually is in this world. Yeah. I mean, yeah. D- devil uh, goes back to Diablos mm-hmm. and uh, an extension word out of Diablos in English is diabolical, right. evil genius. So we need to sort of understand there that. There you go. Yes. <laughs> the words are there. And this this type of technology, as they make billions and trillions on it, mm-hmm. why these Vaccine, that vaccination after vaccination, whatever format, and expect, as I say, for that to advance, has the ability to send messages to genes and start to do all sorts of things. And we have no idea what they're going to be putting in those messages or vaccines down the road, if they stay with the old technology, which I doubt, that will help seduce the people. It will numb them and prepare them for uh, deception so, so that they can do anything that they want yeah. and people are going to follow en masse. And if you defy the upcoming Babylon or Leviathan systems in the end time, you're probably going to face death and persecution. Well, amen to that. Uncle Milty sent me a video earlier of a lady um, selling, she was from Davos, selling her new pill. And you swallow the pill and it ignites um, this thing in your body, right? A battery. A that battery runs in your body chip. that basically makes you a conduit. And then you are I, your identification, like instead of a f- uh, eye scan, instead of a thumbprint, it's just your body becomes the conduit. There's a lot of strange technology coming our way. We're going to head off to a break. More with Gary Wayne. We're going to be talking about so much today. You are not going to want to miss this. I'll be right back with Gary Wayne, Genesis 6. Be right back. Have you ever heard someone say, the system's broken? Sure you have. Well, it's not true. 
America's founders created a brilliant governing system that prevents us from having kings, queens, dictators, and even czars. We the people can replace every elected official in a span of six years if we so choose. Here at the John Birch Society, we believe the only way to liberty, prosperity, and national sovereignty is not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adheres to them. The reason we have a ballooning, reckless, and corrupt government is because elected officials aren't following the Constitution. The John Birch Society is principled, coordinated, effective activism. We believe the Constitution is the solution. Join JBS and change America. Visit JBS.org or call 1-800-JBS-USA-1 to get involved. That's JBS.org. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. So happy you're with us. And uh, we've got... uh, the great Gary Wayne on with us uh, for a repeat visit. Genesis 6 is uh, the the wonderful research he's done. That's why we had him on the first time. The book two is about to come out. And of course, uh, get over to activatefiq.com. They actually have supplements that go into your body and work. Um, and their uh, delivery system and the way they absorb is different. There's a lot of supplement companies out there, but Activate FIQ has things that actually absorb into your body. So there's only a few supplement companies that I would actually use because of that. ActivateFIQ.com. They're very careful in what they what they put in and what they don't put into supplements. So you can trust this company. Um, make sure and put my name Kate K A T E and uh, and you'll get uh, substantial savings there. And I really appreciate all the work that they're doing. Same with MyPillow.com. What a great sponsor of the show. Uh, stuck with me for a long time, and they're just fantastic because no matter what, when I have these sponsors, they might not always agree with what I say, but they do agree with free speech. They do agree with the ability to say that these things and I so appreciate and love them mypillow.com code word is Kate um, tell people about your book real quick your, your your book that's just about to drop Gary well it's a book that I said that I would never write and <laughs> why is that well because I thought you know I did book one and mm-hmm. I thought you know there's other books that I would like to write and mm-hmm. I actually was I, I started another book and I was struggling with it but the contact that I have the emails the social media I just at some shows I just answer questions for the live audience and there's a, I didn't realize there was such a strong angst out there mm. that they wanted to be taught the whole Bible and that uh. they're only taught sort of the values and the principles in a church and they don't get the context of prehistory and how that ties into the end time. And they wanted a book that went deeper than anybody else has ever gone yeah. into the Bible about everything it says. You know, you can't write everything, but, you know, what it has to say about giants, demons, hybrid giants, fallen angels and how that hierarchy looks Mm -hmm. and how understanding that context helps us to understand the end time. And a lot of the allegories and the overall context are in prehistory. So if we start to understand that the Adamites were created to create, to, uh, to be the resolution to the angelic rebellion, everything starts to make sense. Oh, so true. Talk about, I just mentioned, we were talking about Davos, the lady with the, uh, the little pill that you take, and it makes your whole body a conduit, a, a conduit for identification. Ugh. Oh, I can't imagine putting that in my body. Uh, did you want to speak to Davos? 
Yeah, I do. And mm-hmm. also it might be a conduit as they add more to it to opening up portals to have entities enter into you is, is typically drugs and pharmacus and all of those magic spells sort of things as we were talking about is used to open up those avenues. They may call it as trying to bring in the divine at essence or the atma Mm -hmm. or the brahman or whatever term that they want to use it but it's communicating with demons and you never want to let a demon in because they like to take control so that's part of it now with the davos crew what's interesting about what you're talking about there is they're talking about a time when we're going to have this interlink between brains and uh, between yeah, brains of humans mm-hmm. and that we'll be able to communicate in a telepathic manner as in a hive mind. Right. And what's really also interesting about that is that they were talking about 2017 and 18 and they were a little bit ahead of their time. Uh, in terms of where the technology was, is that they said that this implant system that would hook into the brain to give you that hive mind, to give you immortality, to give you access to the divine essence and all of this knowledge in the world of multiple universes, the metaverses that they'll be promising, would come through the healthcare system and people would demand that for the diseases and the pestilence and the longer life that they're bringing about on 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 the world basis, not the longer life at that point, but all of the control catastrophes and then alongside of that not a week later i see elon musk who is is and i like elon a lot but he is developing good ai and understand in polytheism they have white hats and black hats Mm-hmm. And they say the white hats have the better heart, the better interests of humankind in mind, and the dark hats just want to wipe us from the face of the earth to be remembered no more. But they still worship the same pantheon of gods that is opposed to the God of the Bible, opposed to Jesus, and opposed to Christians and all people of monotheism. So they're not really looking after our interest. And so all of this technology is starting to come together that's in separate lanes that they're going to be bringing in together. And that hive mind aspect, that's part of the, you know, the occult. They believe that they had that. In fact, in the bloodlines, they like to talk about having that hive mind in prehistory with the queen bee as the mother goddess, uh, at the top, and then you have the the patriarchal uh, drones, and then you have all the workers. Well, we're the workers, and but the giants had the ability, seemingly in their belief system, to have telepathic capabilities to do things that they couldn't do singularly. And what's interesting about that uh, is that I know I'm down a rabbit trail here, but mm-hmm. uh, in the in the time of the wars of the giants to take the conquest of the covenant land against the Raphaim, the Avim, and all the different names that I list in book two of all these different tribes and how we know they're giants, is that one of the things, one of the main things that God was providing to discombobulate those giants so they could come up and whop off their heads quite easily um, is hornets. Mm. And that were sent out to discombobulate them. And what's interesting about that is that hornets are the natural enemy of the bee. So oh, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, you know, the perfect uh, mm-hmm. enemy is is another type of insect with their hmm. metaphor for right. uh, their, their telepathy uh, and, and the gifts of, of, of the fallen angels. So we also want to we also want to be aware that at Davos this year and understand Mm -hmm. that the WEC, the Davos group, they are part of other groups that report into a specific 
organizational structure in what I call the Thelemic Tree in Book 2 that gives you the hierarchy of uh, the uh, secret societies in mm. the Committee of 300 Families in this right. case is where they report into, like the Bilderbergers do, like uh, the IMF does, like the World Bank does, everything that's sort of economic funnels through that Thelemic trunk organization. So it's all part of that polytheist um, mm -hmm. undertaking to bring about a global state with a global religion so that they can vibrate into uh, godhood and bring on their dragon messiah, as I like to detail from a seraphim bloodline, which is a serpent or dragon-faced angel and the sort of celestial mafia godfather that they like to take their genealogies back to. And mm. so... This is uh, this is the uh, the organization that is working with uh, governments now and all high level sort of people to to bring this about. So, wow. what they're talking about is what's coming, and we need to understand that. All right, Uncle Milty. You know, based on everything you've just said, do you think there's a connection with modern psychiatry and diagnoses of schizophrenia? that are just being used to hide the fact that demons contact us and try to persuade us to turn to evil. Interesting. Yeah, it's part of it. It's mm -hmm. part of it to control that information. And there's more and more psychiatrists coming out that saying we can't explain mm -hmm. some of these events. And some of them are actually saying, and of course, they usually end up getting pushed out of uh, practice because of it, um, that these are demonic spirits that uh, are causing people to do that. So mm. this opening up of the portal is something that you don't want to, mm -hmm. you don't want to do. Okay. Uh, but more and more the technology and the drugs are designed to do that. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the mark of the beast more too. And, and what you think that that might be. There's a lot of technology. We'll talk about that in the next segment as well, because there's a lot yeah. of things to know that are coming. And I fear that we're not we're not letting our kids know about what's coming and we're trying to protect them from stuff. So they live this oblivious life, but it's not going to help them in the end. Doesn't mean you have to be all doom and gloom. It just means we, we need to prepare. Right. So I know we have yeah, about 20 so. seconds, but it's just it's preparing yeah. them is important yeah and there's too. this and there's this ritual that went on there where they had this uh, shaman from central america mm -hmm. uh so a priestess that was doing the ceremony and she had this blood red triangle face on it like as if you would sort of dip into the drinking of blood then she went up in this ritual and was blowing into their foreheads through their gosh where that eye would be. we'll be we'll be right back more with gary wayne when we come back don't go anywhere Self-reliance. It's not a phrase we hear much in our culture these days. It might conjure up images of pioneers, the West, rifles, strapping men, and strong women. But what does it mean for us in today's world? The New American Magazine has just released its latest collector's edition, Self-Reliance, Foundation of Freedom. In it, the New American authors outline the necessity of self-reliance for a free people, tips for self-reliant living, and the importance of not giving up hope. This unique edition includes articles on the self-sufficiency of the founders, preparing for a worst-case scenario, firearms, financial self-reliance, the importance of community, and many other topics by expert writers. 
Now, for a limited time, The New American is offering a bundle of three collector's editions, Self-Reliance, The Great Reset, and Trump World, for just $19.95. A great stocking stuffer, available at shopjbs.org. Visit shopjbs.org today. This is The Kate Daly Show. Hey, Daly Show. A special Monday for you. Dr. Pesta will join us next week, and uh, we have Gary Wayne on with us. Um, we're talking about a lot of things biblically centered. You know, the uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl even had references uh, yesterday in commercials and all the all the rest, so I don't feel like we're too far off the mark. <laughs> um, and we're going to talk about that too, Mark of the Beast, because there are many people out there that probably listen to this show that are Christian and want to understand a little bit more. Gary uh, Wayne always comes to us with uh, with insights. Always good to hear him out. And Genesis 6 is the book. He's got the second book ready to drop and uh, goes into even more depth, which I love. And then um, I was also going to, I was going to ask you about this. I gave a, a talk uh, not too long ago um, up north um, in my state about about their ability to copycat the coming of Christ and how they're going to do that. And there's a couple of different scripture references. There's a chapter uh, 14 in Revelation that talks about like unto Christ, so the Christ with the sickle, and then it has the tribulations, and then it has the chapter where Christ is described quite differently with emphasis on certain words as he is the Christ. And so Christ even warned that there were going to be other Christs. There were going to be Christs. I'm uh, portraying him, and these would not be good, obviously. Um, so what is your take on that? What is your take on their on their desire to crush Christianity by coming up with their own version? Because I tell people this that haven't thought of this before, because they say, look, you realize that Satan would never leave that alone. The biggest moment in Christianity, he's not going to leave that alone. He's going to do something to um, to pervert it and something to try to destroy us using that that moment of Christ's return. Yeah. So if we understand that, uh, all things that the, what I would call from a Christian perspective, the dark forces, they would call us the dark forces and Mm -hmm. themselves, the light forces, but everything that they're trying to do is to lead you away from God, Mm -hmm. to slander God, not give God credit for anything and to honor their pantheon of gods. Those are the goals. So when they want to create another counterfeit Christ, and there'll be many, as Matthew 24, Mark 13, and the epistles of John Mm -hmm. discussed, Mm -hmm. then we're going to see a number of false Christs. And we need to be aware of that. And then there's going to be one ultimate uh, false Christ that is going to do so many things that it's going to deceive even the elect if that were possible, and it is because we were warned. And the only two things that we're promised is that, A, we will go through tribulation, but what we are promised is that we will be saved from the wrath of God, which is the year of the Lord's wrath, Mm -hmm. and from the hour of trial that's recorded in Revelation uh, 3, and that this is the same hour that Jesus is talking about when he comes back, and this is the hour when the ten kings hand their... Uh, power over to Antichrist, and then he destroys Babylon, and in that same hour, Babylon is destroyed as in Revelation 14, and the details in Revelation 18, and the passage you were referring to was about 14 through about 19 or 20 in Revelation 14 with the sickle, and then... Mm -hmm. 
So they're going to do a counterfeit Christ, and they do that through the New Age concept of the Christ consciousness or the Hinduism of the avatar-avatara effect. Mm. And so Vishnu was the avatar for the avatara Buddha and provides the wisdom for Buddha. This is the Christ consciousness that they will sell these antichrist to Christians as the two Christ, that it's, they're all sent on the path to lead us to godhood. And the deceptions will just keep getting bigger. And the thing that Christians have to keep in mind is just don't be pointing at every president that comes along and says, that's the Antichrist. Right, right. <laughs> because so true. we lose our credibility. Uh, mm-hmm. And we won't know who the true one is until he's crowned in the temple at the midpoint of that last seven years, that hour that we're talking about. And he's going to need one that is so definitively Antichrist-like, including a counterfeit Armageddon, that it's going to be a deception that we can't imagine. And everything that's coming at us in the end time is we can't literally imagine. So mm-hmm. the only way you can prepare yourself is to learn more this and so to try and understand the times that we're in, uh, lest you you make a mm-hmm. bad choice. And whatever the choices we make, whether we choose to make a choice or not, it's still a choice. We're coming down to making that choice and that mark of the beast is the ultimate choice point. But Babylon will also present another choice as well, but it won't be accompanied with the mark, but it'll be sort of Antichrist light. I know we have a few minutes left in this segment. Well, you'll be coming on for the next hour too. This was planned months ago with Gary and I, and I'm so appreciative that you're here today um, because these are the things, I love this show because we're able to talk about anything on this show. Okay, we don't have to stick to politics because really and truly this is politics. All of this is shaped into politics, um, you know, down the road when we're talking about end times and right now. But the mark of the beast has to be pretty alluring for people to to want to get that. It has to be giving us something besides buying and selling as it's as it's uh, dictated. But but even beyond that, what is your take on mark of the beast? still developing in separate lanes or trying to bring it to a nexus point. So it has to have AI, which is the big Mm -hmm. panic out of Davos this year because it's not there yet and they have to double down and get it ready. Mm -hmm. You have to have quantum computing that can go into different dimensions that can work with AI. And they've been doing that with lots of scientific operations like at CERN where you've got quantum computing and AI that can go into dimensions and search Mm -hmm. uh, in multiple directions at the same time and multiple dimensions at the same time. You're going to need a crypto digital currency that works in conjunction with it that is still developing and the ability to have what they call in their layman terms the daemonic invisible algorithms to hide the true Uh, money that's off the books and anything else that they're trying to do for the agenda, which is also still developing. And Mm -hmm. they're they're also going to need to be continuing to develop the access to the divine essence uh, to access uh, all knowledge in the world or the Atma particle that has all knowledge in their belief system that through quantum entanglement that sends all of that knowledge instantaneously through all dimensions and it's an invisible particle that they're searching for that merges with a particle you can measure at that level so you have all of these types of things that are trying to be done to merge it into one system that again as the davos people imagine as coming through the healthcare system and this mm-hmm. this this implant and it can provide 
the two pillars for godhood and for the pillar for unlimited knowledge, which is their two requirements for uh, immortality. So this is something that uh, is still developing, and I expect it's got more angelic technology, as I would like to mm. frame it, as what was there before the flood that is still to be introduced to be able to make that happen. Wow. We're going to come back in the next hour. Um, yes, he may take some phone calls in the next hour. Gary Wayne is with us, and uh, he has the special ability to go back and really look at uh, some of the historical context of the scriptures we read. And um, for all, for the few atheists that might listen to this show, I'm sure you're learning too. So not to offend anyone, but you know, we have to learn these things. And we have to understand a little bit more about the scriptures. Um, I'm an avid reader. You're an avid reader. We're all three different religions. And here we are coming together to understand maybe the context of um, some of the things we've been reading with Gary Wayne. Be right back. Be right back. So just park the car. Be right back. And uh, of course, we'll be right back. KateDallyRadio.com. KateDallyRadio.com. Are you fed up with where our nation is headed? Here at the John Birch Society, we know how to fix a reckless, corrupt, and out of control government. It starts with patriots like you. We believe the only way to liberty and national sovereignty is to not only understand what's in our founding documents, but demand that every elected official adhere to them. The Constitution is America's only solution. Join the John Birch Society today. Visit us at jbs.org. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking another flood isn't such a bad idea. All in favor of just a total earth cleansing, say aye. The Kate Daly Show starts now. The universe and the galaxy are young, measured in thousands of years, not millions or billions of years. Many times people ask me, them say, well, Major, you believe in a young earth, a 6,000-year earth. Can you show me that that's true without using the Bible? And I say, absolutely. What's the oldest living thing on the planet? The oldest living thing on the planet. Trees. How old are the oldest trees? 4,500 years. That takes us back almost exactly to the year of the flood, okay, in 2,500 B.C. Number two, I'm saying, look at the sky, uh, uh, we call solar nebulae. A solar nebulae is uh, what we see from a supernova when a star explodes. It leaves a gas cloud. Because of our radio telescopes that we have now today, we can look deep into space and we can actually count the number of solar nebulae that are there. And how many are there? A supernova a, 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 takes place about once every 26 years. How many solar nebulae do we have? 6,000 years worth? That's impossible in a universe that is billions and billions of years old. And the world is filled with limestone. Limestone is sedimentary rock. It precipitates out of water. The entire earth was filled with water. Every mountain chain in the world, including Everest, has sea life on top of that mountain. The mountains rose out of the water, so we know that there was a worldwide flood. That was Major Coleman, Christian professor, talking about the trees, the limestone, um, things that uh, really tell the tale about how old this world is. And it was funny, I was looking at a comment on that, and somebody had commented, yeah, but he's not explaining that the dinosaurs are a billion years old. So therefore, <laughs> he's not credible. <laughs> and I was like, 
That's what the world told you is that they were a billion years old. I mean, it's just so interesting to me. Um, but uh, we're continuing on in this second hour with our guest of the show today. We planned this a couple months ago. And I'm so glad that he is coming on today. Uh, Gary Wayne. Gary Wayne, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me back. It's you always bet. a pleasure, and yeah. hopefully we're raising some eyebrows today. Yeah, I'm sure we are. And you know what? We get to tackle subjects like this um, going into kind of the uh, the deeper side of the scriptures because there's a lot of people out there that watch the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, as they call it, and it was boring last night. Anyway, it, it's always eventful with lots of different um, uh, uh, symbols and all kinds of different things of the occult and watching it is is kind of a strange experience um if you're really looking with spiritual eyes to the things of 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 this world and so a lot of people were commenting on that and we did comment on that in the first hour so go back and listen to the first hour we do have a caller for you we'll take a couple of calls uh while gary's on because we have a lot of ground to cover caller you're on with gary wayne go right ahead hi kate this hi is there. Mike. Hi, mike hi gary hi hi and I've got your first book, Gary, and I'm looking forward to the second. Genesis um, so 6. So kind of drawing off of, like, where Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians, where the resurrection is everything. Um, and I'm going to throw kind of a statement out, and if you'll just correct me or, or critique this, please, that's what I'm asking for. So I, I like to say that AI means alternative identity. And so if that would be leading up to the great lie that we can live forever, which ties back to the original lie that Satan said, surely you will not die. The Antichrist, I think, will initiate some sort of resurrection event, which will induce many to want that resurrection technology. And I think the mark will be, part of what the mark will include will be the promise, the great lie that we can live forever. And I'll, I'll take the answer off of air. All right. Thank you. Well, what do you have to say? Yeah, I think I, I think you're on the right track for live sure. Live forever so. on this earth, because I think we know we live yeah, forever. Uh, live forever the, other places, in, yeah. In in the physical world, mm-hmm. so and what he was promising was that unlimited knowledge in conjunction with the immortal life that Adam and Eve had by access to the physical tree of the life of, of the tree of life, and so they're going to offer to bring back that state of Eden. That's that new age. It's the new Atlantis. It's the golden age where they're going to provide unlimited knowledge and unlimited life. And that's through the technology of the physical world. And notice they always talk about soul and a body, mm-hmm. a soul in particular. They never mention the spirit from that comes from heaven. Right. It's because they know their counterfeit spirits of their spurious offspring aren't permitted into heaven and they're not permitted to sleep. So the technology that's going to be offered is just to, to lead humans astray because you can't transfer that spirit. Once you die, it's going back to heaven as a human, and then it's going to be part of whichever resurrection sequence that you're in. But a counterfeit spirit, they need more bodies. So they need clones. They need transhumanism, and they need that chip. And they don't care about humans going forward because the world they would like to have doesn't really include humans unless it's just for sacrifice and rituals uh, and labor. Uh, And that this is a world that comes with the doctrine of Shiva and the dance that a lot of people are likely familiar with, where 
Shiva renews the earth through destruction. So you have to have destruction first. And so the phoenix will rise out of the ashes to uh, coin a, another allegory of the occult. So that's why you have this technology and brainwashing in place that they're going to have sleeves and you're going to have be able to go into multiple bodies, but it's only in the physical world. And it's not going to be designed for humans unless there's a certain amount that they want for their, their own purposes. So... Yeah, it's designed to absolutely counterfeit the offer of of God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit, but only in the physical world mm-hmm. and only for the ones that have their mm-hmm. spark of the divine, which is also known as the thousand points of light. Ooh, we got to talk about that. Uncle Milty? Yeah, I, you know, there's been a lot of science fiction about that, but these people that think they're going to live forever, it's not in one body. They always take over mm-hmm. newborn, you know, young mm-hmm. people. Their their essence becomes part of another body, which so? allows them to continue on on Earth. What do you think, Gary? Well, for, they have an issue with the disembodied spirits right now, mm-hmm. that they don't have enough bodies for them. Mm-hmm. And so they want those disembodied spirits of the of the giants to have their own bodies. So if you see some of the literature or the entertainment that they're putting out, mm-hmm. I think uh, Altered Carbon had this where you just have a sleeve and then other aspects of entertainment will show many sleeves on the shelf for for people and that sort of terminology so they you know they don't want to have to have a war with a host Mm -hmm. okay so you they want to be able to interact in the world physically without fighting that battle so you think as far as clones go people have wondered they don't have a soul though they have an artificial soul what Well, they have a soul and a body. That's of the physical world. Mm -hmm. It's the spirit that comes from heaven, and when a human dies, it goes back. So where I get that is that's the Greek word oiketarian, which is in Jude 1.6 and 2 Corinthians 5.2, where it's talking about the habitation that the angels left and the house in heaven, and it means a dwelling place for the spirit. So the soul and the body is of this world. The spirit comes from heaven, and only God and Jesus can separate the soul and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so they don't want to recognize the spirit from heaven. They only want to recognize the counterfeit spirit that operates within the soul and body of this world, but can never go into uh, a dimension like heaven. Wow. Okay. Um, There's so much to say on this because there's so (laughs) many directions to go right now. Um, The fig tree generation, and what is your take on this? That's the generation we're in? Yeah, I think we are. I think mm-hmm. we are. That's my take. And mm-hmm. I get there by understanding that the southern kingdom versus the lost tribes of the northern kingdom is back in not only the covenant land, but in control of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem mm-hmm. is kind of one of the epicenters and requisites for end-time prophecy, just as the southern kingdom needs to be back there. And just as Jesus killed the fig tree mm-hmm. before he starts to go into his end-time orations, uh, that because it's not bearing any fruit, mm-hmm. he says, comes back to it in the signs that when you see that fig tree blooming again, know that this is the generation where all the things I've just said are going to uh, be fulfilled. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. And in prophecy, In prophetic allegory, the northern tribes are described as the vine, Mm -hmm. and the southern kingdom is the fig tree. Mm -hmm. And so 
so that to me would be, if we are in the fig tree generation, would be the marker. And depending on how long that generation is, 40, 70, or 120 years, if it's 70 years, we're starting to get into the zone where Daniel 9:27 or the last seven years are on the map. Okay. And then the seven year, what was that? The seven year? The seven years? Timeline. Yes. That's mm-hmm. Daniel 9:27 when Antichrist, who has not been crowned Antichrist yet, will negotiate the world peace agreement that Babylon is going to sponsor, the latter part my inference using a lot of other scripture to back that up that I can't cover off today, mm-hmm. uh, that starts the last seven years when all vision and prophecy will be fulfilled. And uh, the all the uh, things that have to happen will take place and comes with the return of Christ at the end of it, or the Messiah as it would be understood um, in the Old mm-hmm. Testament. So there are seven years that are set aside for all of that to be completed, and then after that comes the millennium. So a lot of people feel like at the end of this decade and the beginning of the next decade is a really important time when a lot of activity is going on. Yes? Do you feel the same way? Yeah, the way technology is ramping up, it is getting very close to being like the days of Noah. Mm. And again, that's... You know, I've talked about the sorrows, I've talked about the fig tree. Days of Noah is the third overarching sign that guides all of the other signs of the last generation. And those words are specific. And so that's the same words that are used in original Hebrew, translated into English for the life of Noah in Daniel 9, or in Genesis 9.29. And that includes 350 years before the flood, or after the flood, and 600 years before the flood. And that the technology that they had to build Machu Picchu, or pyramids, or DNA manipulation with the chimera, Uh, creatures that were created in polytheism and a thousand different things you can point to Mm -hmm. is a technology we're just catching up to today. And so that technology is being given to us, uh, I think, and sponsored by fallen angels and demons, just as the Nazis said that the knowledge that they received and was ramping up, and you could use World War II as a good analogy for the end time, uh, that they were given that technology. And, you know, had they had time to produce those weapons mm-hmm. like the Tiger tank and the, and the Panzer tank and the uh, jet engine, the rocket engine, the bell-shaped object, and uh, uh, so many other things, um, if they had time to... Mm-hmm actually get that in place, they would have won World War II okay. with that kind of help. That's gonna, the type of angelic technology I think that we're, we're receiving We're going to come back and now. talk about that technology in just a moment. Just like, stay with us. Hey, America. How tired are you of mainstream corporate media's biased narratives and manipulated news? Their dishonesty and attempts to influence this generation have been exposed, put on display for anyone who's even half paying attention. But the New American Magazine has been an honest source of news and commentary for over 50 years. This is your opportunity to receive the stalwart of principled journalism at a deep discount. Picture a beautifully published magazine arriving at your doorstep twice a month, packed with insightful stories written with integrity. It's also available digitally on the New American's mobile app, Get up to speed with intelligent coverage from a freedom perspective. Right now, for a limited time, The New American is available to radio listeners at a 25% discount on a new subscription. 
visit thenewamerican.com slash radio 25 and receive 25% off. Subscribe today at thenewamerican.com slash radio 25. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show, katedalyradio.com. i got Uncle Milty here, as you can see, and uh, Dr. Pesta will join us next week. We invited Gary Wayne for a special visit. This has been months in the works and so appreciative of him coming on. Gary Wayne, Genesis 6, and of course, Genesis 6 Part 2 that's dropping, and you're going to want to get this as well. And of course, uh, you had a question for him as well. Yeah, I I mean, I kind of see... What is the reason that this timeline, if it's ordained, all Mm -hmm. of a sudden has seemed to accelerate? Because we have the Agenda 21, which is 2030. We've got the 2030. We've got this coming in. So they're giving us dates. They're giving us timeframes. Competing with these timeframes? Yeah, they're always putting out these timeframes, and they always miss them because they're working hard to... Bring about the end time before the ordained time so that they can discredit the God of the Bible. It would just make things so much easier for them. So, and as they think they get things get, as they think they're getting things more lined up, as we've seen throughout history, is as the rivalry, rivalries begin between the bloodlines, because there can only be one dynastic family, there'll be the wider elite. But you can bet in the end time they're going to be taking out their rivals and that's why they're going to be beheading people is to make sure that they can't come back because that's how you ensure that they're not going to be coming back to you from an occult perspective and the counterfeit spirits. So they want to bring about the end time sooner than later, but there's an ordained time and until the restrainer is removed, try as they may, they won't get it done. And that's done for the simple reason is is that we're in the age of the Gentiles right now, so all the numbers of the Gentiles can be fulfilled. And those names were written in the Book of Life from before creation, and everybody will have a chance to keep their names in the Book of Life or blotted out through free choice. And they will, that time will not happen until those names have been fulfilled. So they're behind. They're behind in because they would have done this back when they created the UN back even before that, I realize. But they put a lot of structures in the CIA, the UN, all these different structures in. They would have done it back then if they could. So they are still behind. Yes. And Uncle Milton. Yeah. Yeah. But well, evil never allies with itself for very long. Right. So being behind, they are scrambling to get these things in. But they've also woken a lot of people up. Yes, by doing the yeah. things that they're doing so yeah. rapidly. So a couple, couple things that sort of bring that to to uh, veracity and, and, and understanding is that, you know, Gnosticism created theosophy to be the religion of the science for the end time where it comes back and they're in harmony because mysticism comes out of the sciences. It's a knowledge cult. And that uh, they had that in place for World War One, and out of World War One, you have the rivalries heating up, and then you have the League of Nations that is formed because they think that they're getting close to do that. It doesn't happen, so they fund the Nazis to bring it about. You get that sort of archetype, and then that gets out of control on them because it's not going in the direction that they want. And so this is now 
letting things sort of catch up, but now you can just feel the fever and they're going to be pushing it harder. And so what does that mean? There's going to be a lot of wars before we get to the last seven years and it's going to be apocalyptic-like, but it won't be. It'll be just what they're doing to sort of put their geopolitical network in place. Wow. And so Putin, in the, in, in the interview with Tucker, was talking about the Nazis of this day in the Ukraine and the, and the, and yeah. worshipped in the Ukraine. And he was kind of shot down by Tucker saying, well, that was 80 years ago. And he said, no, it's now. Well, National yes. Socialism mm-hmm. was created to put communism back in the cage because it, got, it went out of control first. And that is... Uh, what they're planning for the end times, national socialism on a globalist scale. It's not. Yes. It's the National Workers, National Socialistic Worker Party out of Germany. It's not a right-wing group where you have oligarchs, corporations, as we would understand it, working in harmony for this globalist state. So when Putin was in the interview, he referred to one of the reasons for attacking um uh, the Ukraine was is that he wanted to reestablish the Romanov dynastic bloodline, mm-hmm. which is a junior offshoot of the Putyanin bloodline that was established in 1000 AD by Vladimir the Great, whom uh, Putin has raised up a great statue. And this is the original Tsarist bloodline, the Putyanin, the Rurikus dynasties out of Kiev. That's the holy city of what he believes he's part of this ancient bloodline. And according to the newspaper articles they put out in Russia about what he believes his bloodline is, is he was, his grandfather comes out of nowhere. There's no Putin name before about the 1850s. And with his grandfather, mm-hmm. um, he would be born out of wedlock. And in their tradition of the Putyanin bloodlines, this was quite common, but they wouldn't give the full name. You would get mm. part of the name. And so his father moved to St. Petersburg right. in about World War One, which is how he shows up there. So he believes with the Romanovs being wiped out, he's the rightful heir. Okay, we're going to pick it up right from there with uh, Gary. The John Birch Society has been working tirelessly since 1958 to preserve freedom, safeguard the Constitution, and restore our God-given rights. We continually educate voters and lead the freedom movement. Join us as we work against a tyrannical one-world government. United as one, we can defeat this conspiracy against a free America. JBS founder Robert Welch said, Education is our total strategy and truth our only weapon. Go to JBS.org and join us in restoring this great nation. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show here with Uncle Milty and our special guest, special episode uh, with Gary Wayne and kind of explaining some of the more biblical things going on and the context and history, which I love. Make sure and visit my great sponsors um, because they are. They're fantastic. And uh, get your supplements um, from uh, the the company that is listed on my website, katedalyradio.com, activate FIQ, activatefiq.com, code word is Kate. Also text 989898 to Birch Gold, and also my name, Kate, as the message, and you'll get some fantastic free information that you should peruse, and it's worth perusing because everyone's got money out there, and they need to know what to do with it. How much do you put under your mattress? What do you what do you put away? How much money do you keep floating out there? What if your retirement's out there? And uh, your 401k, what do you do? Back it with gold. Back it with gold. And it's free to do so. 
text 989898, text Birch, and also text my name, Kate, okay? Um, Gary, so let's talk. You were just talking about Putin for a second, and I do want to talk about the real reasons for war, also beheading. There's a lot of ground to cover, but we were talking about Nazis, and we were talking about Putin. Yeah, and so, you know, Putin still looks at the creation of the Nazis as the overthrow of Russia, right? Mm -hmm. And whether or not he's going to reinstitute communism or not, but they were designed to bring communism down just as, you know, communism is a virus that was also used in China to bring down that bloodline and royal dynasty as well. And so when we look at what Putin looks at for the causes of the war. I mean, he'll put lots of things on the table, and a lot of it is true because the West has been looking for this war. And I'm no fan of Putin by any stretch of the imagination. I thought he was um, being sincere, though. They, I really did. I thought he was being sincere yeah. when he was bringing a lot of that stuff yeah. up. Go ahead. Yeah, and if you look at the Obama and Biden administration from about 2011, Biden was telling uh, the Ukraine and Russia that Ukraine was going to be part of NATO, and that was a red line. And then you had the Obama-Biden administration uh, overthrow the democratically elected government, whether you think they were corrupt or not, because it was too much leaning towards Russia, and they put in a new regime, and that was looked at as a warlike sort of violation. And then all of a sudden Biden comes back to power and he's still promising to bring the Ukraine into NATO. And, you know, you're just looking at two sides that are pushing us in the same direction. And so the U.S. is like the attack dogs for the Western bloodlines to bring Mm -hmm. about this new world order. And Putin is saying, I'm going to build my new empire and I'm not going to accept what the Western bloodlines want. I want a larger role. I'm not against the new world order. And then you have Xi, who is from the Shah XIA Western royal bloodline of the dynasties, who's also in power and is also on an empire building and is also saying we're going to uh, have a different look to this new world order than what the Western bloodlines uh, would like and also brought our royal dynasties down. And if you look at the metallic empires that are recorded in Daniel 2, you have 10 toes on two different feet coming out of the old iron legs of the Roman Empire. And they're like iron and clay, and they're not going to mix. And there's a lot of different things going on in there, but there's five on each toes. And we're starting to see that five rise with their whole different political agenda, uh, trading system, credit cards, banking, Mm -hmm. currency, and saying we're going to be opposing the five Western ones as they'll shape up to be – over the next while and this is going to be sorted out through wars and rumors of war because they're going to be empire building Mm, who do you feel is gog and magog well if you look at gog and magog uh, gog is not in the bible except in revelation 38 39 and revelation 20 for the two major wars one at the end of the millennium one just before the midpoint of the last seven years and this is a great alliance of countries that has a lot of looks as what armageddon does as to how these the geopolitical network of those five kings on on, on on each of the feet. And so Gog, as you take that back, it doesn't have a patriarchal source in the Bible, uh, named by a lot of Gaiji giants or giant kings uh, after the flood as well. But Gog is the son of Iapetus, a parent god, just as Magog was. 
And Albion is another giant that was the offspring god of Gog, uh, offspring of Gog. So if you have these demonic spirits coming from the abyss that are in the sides of the abyss, as Ezekiel 32 talks about, before Antichrist comes to power, and you form in Daniel 2:43, where uh, you're going to have the descendants of these empires that are going to mix their uh, seed with the seed of humankind, you have maybe a a mixing of a demonic spirit within a bloodline there that would be represented in in Gog in this. So Meshech, Gog is the chief, Gog of Magog is the chief prince of Meshech, and Meshech has its etymological, is the etymological source for Moscow. And so whether or not Putin is going to be the Gog king of the north or somebody who replaces him, look for these types of empires and rivals and wars that get stronger to continue so that we get to 10 groups of empires that are established around the world, just as the Club of Rome established, which also reports into the Committee of 300. And just as uh, you have the 10 kings of Atlantis for the Golden Age that they're trying to Reestablish, and just as uh, the the UN has set up the world into ten zones as well, and just as you have ten kings in Daniel two, Revelation thirteen, uh, twelve, and seventeen. Ten regions. There, ten regions with there, ten kings. Because they 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 do they want us to absolve our our borders and become those regions, right? Yes. Mm. And so the wars are really about their bloodlines. Right, competing. Yeah, they're they are competing because you know we talked about um, there can only be one, and that sort of takes you into like an imagery of the fairy uh, quickening matriarchal allegories and the fairy allegories, and with the Highlander movies mm-hmm. uh, in particular, where I'm I'm going with that, where there can only be one, and they would chop somebody's head off, and these are immortal beings that somehow die, mm-hmm. and then they can absorb in that uh, allegory, um, the power of those beings. And so there can only be one dynastic family ruling the world going forward. So talk about the beheadings, because you you mentioned the fact that um, there was a reason, as they say, uh, the Christians will be beheaded um, for their, uh, you know, standing up for Christ. Why? Why that? Yeah, so... Mm -hmm. you know, in, in the Eucharistic texts, you have the, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you have the original word for Raphaim, which is RPM in Old Semitic, and Rapium uh, as it's transliterated in the different documents that are out there. And not only were they giants, not only were they dynastic kings, not only were they the offspring of Baal and Ashtaroth created after the flood, but they had the ability, and not only were they giants, but they had the ability to heal just as the Merovingians in a bloodline sense, also as a fisher king aspect uh, and priest king as part of the, the mythos that goes along with the bloodlines had that power as well. So not only could they heal others, but they could heal themselves. Now what's interesting about that is, is that the word Rapha, Raphaim, is rooted in 7495, which means to heal or medicine, just as Raphael would mean healer of God or God heals. And 7496 which is an extension out of that, is the root word for demons and evil spirits and the disembodied mm. spirits of these giants. And 749.7 is the other part of the meeting, which means a bully, as in a 
bull, <laughs> as a tyrant, as in a Tyrannos, as in the Gyges that I talked about in the Greek kings, and giants, right? And they're all part of their meaning. So in ancient times, in the Bible, and in the new book I talk about this, and I also give other examples outside the Bible, is that the worst death that a royale could have is a chopping off of the head, because they can't get to go where they want to go. And, and, and in Ezekiel 32, you have these uh, giants that are talking to, these demonic spirits talking to Pharaoh. They're called the terrible ones mm -hmm. uh, from the sides of the pit prison. And they did horrible things while they were on the earth. And that's where they believe that they go if they're going to be beheaded. And, and the reason why you would behead them is it would kill them so suddenly their body could not repair itself and it's oh, the only wow. way to keep them dead so that's why ah, when that's david why. okay slew goliath he cut off his head after ah, okay we're gonna come right back finish up here with gary wayne i know i wish we had three more hours be right back yeah do i have to eat this oh honey it's great protein don't be picky eat your crickets Many are following the lead of the United Nations to replace your meat diet with an insect diet. It's an all-out war on meat, farmers and ranchers. Don't let new green policies place controls on your life and overall freedoms. It's time to get us out of the UN. Go to JBS.org or call 800-JBS-USA1. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back, Kate Daly Show. We're on with Gary Wayne today. Always brings some interesting, fascinating uh, uh, insights to peruse for sure, right, Uncle Melty? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we'll finish up the show uh, today, but I almost feel like we need three more hours because there's so many things we could comment on. Um, Gary is known for his ability to kind of look back into the contextual history of Scripture and bring, then bring forth his insights. So yeah. I think uh, it's... Of course, we could always read the book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please do. Uh, please read the book. And also his book coming out, Genesis 6, Part 2, and, and make sure and get Genesis 6 as well. Uh, so, Gary, we were just talking about beheadings as we were leaving that. And I also wanted to talk, too, about the... Uh, you could go a little bit more on the bloodlines and also the technology that they had, the reason for the flood, because most people don't realize how much technology we had in the past. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so the one thing that we really didn't have time to squeeze in before the, the commercial break was that beheadings coming back in the end time at the time of Antichrist. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be wanting to make sure the rivals aren't coming back as well as killing humans who aren't going to worship oh, as well. So give that story about um, John the Baptist. Herod. Oh, well, there's an interesting story, uh, you know, in the New Testament in the time of John the Baptist. And mm -hmm. after his baptismal of Jesus, he gets captured by Herod. And making the story short, he has his head taken off of John to make sure, you know, that he's not going to be causing any more grief for him in his kingdom. But mm -hmm. shortly thereafter, he hears of somebody in the Galilee Valley doing miracles and preaching like John the Baptist. And he is going crazy because he thought he killed John and beheaded him so that that could not happen. And now he's not sure what he's going to be up against. So he's absolutely freaking out about it. So it's just another so biblical thinks, reference to 
He thinks Christ is John the Baptist coming back at first. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It kind of goes along with what you were saying. Um, can you speak to the technology that we had the, with DNA and yeah. everything else before the flood? Yeah. So we can, we can take that back sort of biblically and understanding that not only Noah, his sons and the wives were pure spiritually, but physically. Mm-hmm. But we need more than that to make this technological connection, But because that's kind of one of the outcomes. So the whole earth was corrupted as what the Bible says as one of the reasons. And there's violence as well, obviously, right? With mm-hmm. the giants who cause all of the violence, all the violence, and they're taught the violence by Azazel, the leader of the Watchers, according to the Book of Enoch and all the arts of war. So that's the Hebrew word, shakath, for corrupted. And that means to decay, to ruin, to pervert, to destroy, words like that. So the whole earth was. That includes all of the plant genomes and all of the DNA. So not only a corruption with creating the giants in that type of creation, but other creations that they talk about in polytheism and DNA manipulation as like in the chimera technology and creations that they were able to do that reflects this kind of technology that they had before the flood that we're just coming up to today. So we're catching up to that angelic technology that merged with the seven sacred sciences that produced Enochian mysticism that crossed the flood that showed up again at at Babel. And then the other aspect of this technology, because you could go on forever, is you have these monuments to their pantheon of God that they were honoring, that they were worshiping, Mm -hmm. that is done with a technology an exactness that we can't duplicate today, whether it's Machu Picchu or the pyramids or so many other ones, these underground cities, and they're all embedded with sacred geometry, astrological alignments and prime numbers and a whole bunch of other number, number mysticism that was to honor their, their pantheon of gods. We can't do that today. Mm. Wow. That's it. That's huge because people don't ask. Well, why? Why were we beyond? What beyond the pill? Why? Why could we not come back, or or, or be redeemed? So, so if, as far as repentance goes, we were just too far gone. The the, the DNA, everything was just too far gone. Yeah. What they were doing. Yeah. So that, there had to be a flood. Yeah. There had to be. And, and, they were so violent with the technology of the war mm-hmm. that it would have been destroyed by fire. So we're not promised that we're not going to, we're promised we won't have another flood, but in Second Peter 3, it talks about the world that was, that perished, and the world didn't perish with the flood, that was destroyed by fire, um, that will be reserved again for destruction for the end time when this technology comes to full fruition again. And of course, that sort of opens up a, a door in terms of the water, the the planet that was the planet that was in the water that was outside of the water that the water fell on is why you have a separation of the waters for the firmament in days one through six which is kind of pointing to a destruction by fire probably between genesis 1 1 and 2 i have great documents on that if people want me to walk through that scripturally just get a hold of me i'll send you the document through my website awesome and and that bit of scripture is what instigated the fear of nuclear war Hmm. Interesting. Okay. All right. And so all of this kind of, I know we only have a few minutes, but uh, by the way, give your website out. 
It's the Genesis6Conspiracy.com. That's Genesis6, the number 6Conspiracy.com. Okay. And I have a generous excerpt of all 98 chapters of wow. Book 1 and all 84 chapters of Book 2. And you can order signed copies, and you can also link over to Amazon.com, okay. BarnesandNoble.com. Give me one minute on, uh, on Antarctica. What do you think is going on? Well, whatever it is, they have a per constant parade of important people down there. And what we do know, uh, I mean, we can speculate all we want, but what we do know is what they're saying is there's a certain date where this information starts to get uh, put out, and it's going to overturn every preconceived notion. So we're going to see it manipulated as information. It probably comes out of prehistory, um, just as it's been recorded on all the continents, only more better preserved because there's been no wars or things to destroy it because of the ice is, that is there. So they're going to use that to drive people into this world government, universal religion in preparation for Antichrist. And that universal religion is on its way. It's already been completed, right? It's already had, has it had its opening? It was going to open around 2021, wasn't it? Or the one world religion, like buildings that are built over in yeah. Islam, right? Yep. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, they're always trying to introduce it quickly, but it's still what, what we have to look at is is the bait and the hook of what's going on. It's going mm -hmm. to be, in my opinion, the ancient mystical religion that was part of the hierarchy of all the beast empires. It's coming mm -hmm. back because the beast, the seventh beast empire, is going to rise, and then Antichrist will destroy that uh, Babylon religion and set up his own. Now, Babylon comes from the Hebrew word Babel, and the Enochian mysticism that was established by Nimrod and Hermes at Babel, according to the occultists. Wow. Okay. There's a million directions. We're at the end, but there's a million directions to go, <laughs> which means I have to have you back again soon because there's so much to talk about. Uh, we could have gone in a million directions today. Uh, Eden versus uh, day six, all kinds of things that we had on the docket today. Go visit his website, Genesis6Conspiracy.com. Get the book, Genesis 6 Part 2. Thank you so much for joining us, Gary yep, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You it was bet. fun. Um, and of course, uh, be faithful, be fearless, as we always say, and we'll be back tomorrow. Um, wow. Lots to think about, right? Your head's probably spinning. Thanks, you guys. HateDallyRadio.com. HateDallyRadio.com.